pull up to the gym, niggas know I'm gone. Eat 45s all at home, and I ain't talking about the heat. I push it. What's going on, everybody? This is Jane Banks, Urban Alchemy Podcast. Got another incredible interview for you all today. Got a couple of special guests in the building. We got Mid- Midwest Saloon in the house. Yeah, yeah. What's up? That's right. Hey, uh, friends of the show, they have featured twice in regards to our tracks we have played. Rep your set. And I can't breathe featuring Paul Washington. So they are official friends of the show. Mike Will has graced us with his presence twice already. So yeah, he's, he's pretty much an OG on this show. OG, triple OG, my nigga. That's up? right. So the collective of Midwest Saloon made up of Mike Will Merlot. Yeah, Merlot here. That's right. And Monte Perkins. Nasty. Hey, what on the government, baby? Hey, I got you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Three Z's. Nasty. N A Z Z Z. Take. Don't sleep on your boy, dog. That's right. That's right. Thank you all for joining us. We, like I, I told y'all all last episode, it's me, the kid. I look forward to have, having local artists come in and grace us with their presence. And most of all, local artists I have heard and believe in. These young men are doing some incredible things out here with their music. So like I said, uh, check them out. I have posted a few tracks that they have featured on this podcast on our community group page. So make sure you are checking them out. Uh, where can they get your music at currently, folks? All right. First and foremost, uh, first and foremost I want to thank you, uh, J.M., John Michael, and the Urban Alchemist podcast for featuring us midwest Saloon today. But all this all the tracks that I talk about it in, you know, has been past memories and whatever. I, I support that. I uh, know. Yeah. If anybody who knows Mike Wolf from back in the day, <laughs> him not drinking anymore <laughs> is like a huge milestone. Yeah, like that's an accomplishment. That's like me dating a white woman. <laughs> It's like that's something huge out of the ordinary. So that's big props to you on doing that. That takes a lot of courage to to finally give up something that you've been doing. You know, I've known you ten plus years. You've been doing it. All day, every day, you know what I'm saying? Heavy too. Never want a day without it. I'm not the gold medalist drinker right here, folks. I'm talking about the type of guy who would pregame to a party and be blacked out drunk before we got started that month. Hands halfway down his ass. What the fuck might have backseat locked the fuck out and then wake up and wonder where the fuck out the fuck What the fuck going on with the party at? I'm like, dog, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Y'all have been asleep since 10.30. Yeah, it's happened one a few times, but alright, um, you can find us pretty much on all social media platforms, Midwest Alone, YouTube, Midwest Alone, Instagram, Midwest Alone, Midwest underscore Salone, um, Facebook, Midwest, we got, hold on, Midwest underscore Salone underscore, yeah, Midwest underscore Salone underscore, um, Facebook, um, we got the band page, Midwest Salone, find us on uh, www.midwestsalone.com. Um, Reverb Nation, Backscore, Midwest Alone, or you just search us under there, SoundCloud, Midwest Alone. So, any and everywhere, you can Google us, Midwest Alone, we're going to pop right. up, you know right. what I'm saying? Google my name, Simplified. And to not get it twisted, just because it's an underscore, don't mean when it comes to our music, we don't overscore, baby, because we don't, we for show damn show. Hey, man, hey, you know what I'm from the hoods. I grew up talking to the pimps and shit, you know, they always had lines and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, that's how the fuck I grew up. You know, I got a lot. I got to tell you how I got to tell you. I got to tell you the way you going to understand this. How long y'all been doing music for now? Uh, all my life, but you know, officially together since 2012. You know, uh, I came about trying to. It was a. Uh, it was actually another person that was Midwest Saloon 
Voldemort, we do not mention those names right we now. Talk about we got some, yeah, some drama and shit going on. I feel you. Hey, I'm talking about my situation. I don't want to talk to me. Was, there was three. There was also I'll, a three people, three man podcast. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let I'll let uh, Nas speak on that one. That was his I mean, bestie. It was that's, that's that's a complicated thing when the third man is like the other person's best. <laughs> you want a little drama piece, you know. Mike was supposed to be the DJ. I was supposed to be. That's why I was going to get yeah. started. I was supposed to be DJ. Okay. It was these two. Easy here to group. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, Slutty Brashella, he started sneaking that ass on the tracks. And I was like, yeah, we kind of spit. All right, well, fuck it. You know, yeah. We let him ride. But yeah, man, we, it was three guys originally. And anybody who listens to Midwest Loon in the past, you know, would know that shit. And that was, you know, some years ago or whatever. But, you know, we had some drama. It just, it just... He's just one of those guys. And you know what? On some real shit, I still got love for my boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, He's just it. one of those guys that's here today, gone tomorrow. and don't. He wasn't let, serious about it? It wasn't that he wasn't serious. He's just not a very dependable guy. And and, yeah, and, and, and nice. one thing Midwest Saloon is big on, especially in Nas Tate, is I'm big on loyalty. And if you have no loyalty, I don't trust you. I don't want to fuck with you. Like I said, we still cool. Like, if I see him on the streets, it's like, hey, what's good? You know, we got our past. You know, we had some great moments together. We grew up, came up together. We got some great moments that I even think about these days. You know what I'm saying? It's smile, you know, in my downtime. But at the end of the day, you know, loyalty, when it comes to business, I'm serious about business. I'm serious about me with Saloon. I'm serious about the music that we're making. And I'm serious about just being a stand-up guy, especially when you just come to loyalty to me and to, to, to my homie here. So it, he just didn't have a whole lot of that. You know what I'm saying? It's too many yeah. secrets. Too many motherfucking secrets. So I don't fuck with that shit. Yeah, you can't really you can't really have a, a collective right. when it's built right. off of you know we found that shaky foundation. Yeah. Right, and it, it is fucked up when 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 you have those kind of relationships kind of come to an end right. based yeah. off of the. It is what it is, man. Life happens. Come like goes on. Hey, I mean, a lot of people. Not everybody sees the vision. Right, exactly. that's the truth. It's not everybody's vision to see either. Yeah, and, and that situation had me acting outside of myself because mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, you ain't taking it seriously." Like, mm-hmm. I'm investing a lot. Into right. that shit, like I'm, I'm like I've lost friends, I've lost frat brothers. Yeah. I, you know, this was a uh, big chunk of me and my relationship, the last relationship. You know, not working out. Like mm-hmm. I'm serious about this goddamn shit. Now you're speaking no to problem. the choir, man. You know what I'm saying? Because some people don't see it the way you do, and you're actually. And to, so I know to you, yeah, one day you may want to become financially dependent on this as your main source of income. Right. But until then, a lot of people want you to spend time with them, spend time with other things. When you got to you got to invest your heart and your soul into this stuff. If this is your passion, you know, I had to quit a, a, a different job because I'm like, you know what? I'm spending way too much time and energy on a, on a job mm-hmm. that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And I can be spending much more time and energy on what my passion and that is this music that is Midwest Saloon. And the day I started doing that, I started taking things a lot more seriously. I don't sleep, bro. You know, cause I'm I work. I got I go to I take classes for my mixing because we do everything ourselves Midwest from Saloon video music, from yeah. video recording, video editing, music production, music mastering, all that shit is by us because the main reason is we we've been to studios, we we've been to engineers, producers. Nobody really invests the, the creativity, the artistic mindset behind it that you will ever do because they're just looking for it for a dollar. You are, are, this is your music. To me, this is therapy, man. This, right. is, how, this is how I get by in life. You Absolutely. know, we all go through so many different things. And I put my, my heart into the music, the creativity from, mm-hmm. you know, 
from the bottom to you know from however whenever you receive that 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 midwest flow sound so many hours that went into it so many takes and went into it and just get better each and every time so Let's talk about that Midwest Saloon sound. What was the main idea y'all were trying to go for when crafting the vibe you want people to pick up with your music? Fun. Fun. What, what is that song? Are you talking about a specific song? Just, just your just... overall catalog. Okay. When somebody yeah. says, describe Midwest Saloon in three words, what is the words you laying on the table? We got fun. Okay, well, well let's uh, let's revert that real quick. Um, so we got an uh, EP coming out called Mixed Emotions. That will sum up pretty much everything. Because if you think about it, because uh, we got a track called Therapy on there, and it's talking about you know some deep feelings. We got a track called Love Loss, uh, and that's talking about some real shit, you know, infidelity, all that, all that extra stuff. We got tracks on there just talking about drinking. So it just depends on the mood that we in on that day, because as black men, we're not really given the opportunity to, to express ourselves however we feel. We always have to be so dominant, so um, brute and aggressive. We have to maintain that 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 stigma or that stereotype at all times. We can't be vulnerable. One of the best things I've learned in life was to be vulnerable. And once you can do that, you know, I'm not insecure myself at all in any kind of way. I am who I am. This is who I will be. So mixed emotions will sum up Midwest Saloon as a whole because we're, we are expressing ourselves how we feel that day, how we feel uh, throughout any time we're recording, throughout the time we live in life because we embody our music. So it's going to be fun, entertaining. It's maybe therapeutic. It's our feelings, our emotions. We like to kick it. Midwest Saloon is addicted to kicking it. That's one thing, and I think I think the main thing, you know, how I would categorize me wrestling, how I would describe it in uh, three words, is just raw, passionate, and, and, and positive, uplifting. I got I can't even do it in three words. I got more than three words. But the thing about me wrestling is, we just want to take you away from anything that you got going on at the time. You come to one of our shows, we want you to be so energetically or just just vibing so hard with us that you know you forget about anything. We want the moment. We want to take that moment from you. You want to we want to give you that vibe. It's just it's just that's why that's it's, it's it's in our name, Midwest Saloon. It's in the, it in our name. What do you do at the bar? You laugh, you smile, you have a good time. You know, so you let all those worries from the week go and just live in that moment. And it, and hopefully that moment will last forever. And that's the moment that we want to get. That's Midwest Saloon to me. We want to bring that out of you. We want to make you forget. You know, we, matter of fact, when you get home, we, you ask motherfuckers, who, who the fuck are you? Get the fuck out of my house. That's your kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you mean? Get the fuck out. Like, mom, mom, dad. Like, are you serious? You know what I'm saying? We want to, we want to, we want to take you from whatever you got going on. And it just, I want you, we want you to enjoy it. We want you to join the party. We bring the Midwest to coast to coast, wherever we got to take it. We want to bring that Midwest Saloon product, that feel. We're not necessarily selling our music, in my opinion, but through our music, what we're selling is just that feeling of enjoyment, that feeling of just, just forgetfulness about all, all the all the negativity and the pain that you had in your life. Because life, to me, in my opinion, should be a party. And it's always too motherfucking short. It's always too sharp. You know what I'm saying? Life should be a party. And we and when you come to a Midwest Saloon show, that's exactly what the hell you get. And you're going to get a party. That's why my music, that's why our, our lyrics are the way that they are. They're spacey so that you can spit them back to it. You can join in the party. Because just like you need our energy to get you, we need yours too. Because we want to make this moment the best moment that we can make it. Absolutely. Sorry. I, I love to hear that. You can definitely do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just a quick music icebreaker. Just a few quick questions. Y'all answer nothing too deep for you. Favorite musical uh, hip hop album? 
Um, yeah, that would be hard. Me, it would probably be a Carter two. And I love me some Wayne too. Yeah, <laughs> probably the Carter two. In my, in my. Yeah, in, in, okay. in, in my opinion, I was raised by a lot of women. I didn't listen to a lot of rap. I listened to a lot of R and B. I was raised by women. That's what we. That's just what it was. I really don't even listen to a lot of rap now, ironically. And I'm not even a rapper, but you know, I I don't listen to. I'm, I'm more I look, like I said, me Westland. I look at us as more as rock stars, in my opinion. But if you gotta ask me the best rap album in in, in, in the uh, of, of the century is what I gotta say. Just you in the last ten decades. But okay, so the best rap album I would say it have to be All Eyes on Me by Tupac. Nigga said all that, and I know it's gonna be a Tupac. That was the only rapper that my mom really listened to, and that was the one I took to the most. He's he's the one that inspired me, influenced me. You yeah. can hear that in my music. Anybody's a spirit or an influencer. I don't even know if it's a spirit or his word, but it should be at this point. I used it twice. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But anybody. Body's uh, major influence, you kind of, kind of hear, hear through their music. It kind of comes out. You know, right. you can tell most people's influence just listening to their music. So I think if you listen to my music, you would understand that. Okay, he's kind of raw. You know, his his his, his flow is kind of edgy. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's it's rough. And uh, Tupac Shakur, Marvel Shakur. But since you asked that question, I got to give you because I was just talking about this not too long ago. To me. The best album to me, R&B wise, I gotta say this, cause just because I heard the song, not to really, he just came out with a new song that's pretty dope. But the best R&B album to me, Midwest Alone, Nas Tay representing, to gotta be Confessions by Usher. I'm sorry, like, that is the okay, best that's, that's in my solid. Yeah, that's yeah solid to me, that is the best R&B album of the century. You okay. see what I'm saying? I listen to that shit. I'm like. I I Dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. Kanye. No, uh, <laughs> I think it is uh, beautiful dark or something, something like that. It was. Um, I'll have to look that up. I, I even like his last say, album. I'll I'll say say trilogy. Oh no, trilogy. trilogy. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Oh no, 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 that was a mixtape. That was technically a mixtape. Well, okay, now actually, because I don't care about next question. What What is y'all favorite mixtape? Ooh, um, no ceilings. No ceilings, like a motherfucker. Original no ceilings. Uh, no still on here, don't care like a Navajo. Hey, <laughs> baby, it, hell it, yeah. It, it might, it might be no ceilings in the drought three. Uh, okay. Something lame. Something lame. Well, only He's because um, because my favorite, up. my favorite mixtape track is going to be uh, shit. Shout out to Lil Wayne. Buddy. Yeah, shout out to Lil Wayne out there. That uh, shit. Uh, it's with the uh, Nucky Bugby. Okay. Ooh, now we fucking and to the gang of fuck. Now yeah, we so I, I think that's gonna drop three, but no ceilings would probably be the better. Um, no ceilings is more his commercial. Like he takes commercial beats yeah. and yeah. smashes them. Yeah. Yeah. Completely, it's just like I didn't even know I wanted a little wine yeah. on top of this track <laughs> until I heard him. Oh yeah, uh, that's the mixtape. He killed that. I, I, I never forget. That. He killed that motherfucker. Walk a flock of flame track that he did. That uh, what's the uh, what's the name of that motherfucker? You know what I'm talking about? I know what talking about. Old lady, yeah, yeah. let's do. Oh yeah, he killed that. But you know what, Little Wayne to me is so, in so many people around our age, even even younger. You know, I feel like Wayne was a huge part of their of their party they you know what I'm saying? like I you blame, think about the best party wayne had something to do with that shit. yeah but i blame wayne for like soundcloud rappers yeah. why 
because all these rainbow hair, dreadlock, <laughs> rainbow, fruity, I got dreadlock. Skittles, nah, grills, niggas, <laughs> little pumps, little Zans, yeah. little Takashi Six Nine. Because like, he, he did inspire a lot. Of okay, people. well, before we get on to this, Monte favorite mixtape. Uh, wait, definitely one of Wayne's. Uh, I don't, I don't even know, bro. Like every one that he's ever done, uh, just but I would definitely, go with, I would yeah. definitely go with me and my nigga. Got to agree with. I definitely go with No Ceilings. It's definitely up there, in my opinion. Original uh, No Ceilings. Yeah. So many, so many good artists to go. I say mine is Wale. More about nothing. Followed up with Fabulous, uh, The Funeral. Too, there is no competition. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. oh, mixtapes. Like I, I say, um, Wayne and Fab yeah. are those two artists. Like yeah. consistently, the Soul Tapes mm-hmm. uh, series. The, Funeral series is incredible. Yeah. Those are up there with, uh, yeah, I say those are the three top mixtape artists is Wale, back when he was doing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his mixtape about nothing series uh, is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got Lil Wayne, his, uh, I'll, the droughts. Uh, I'll probably have to listen to it because all I ain't gonna lie, all I listened to was uh, Wayne, Gucci, Wayne, and Yo Gotti. Wayne, Wayne, baby. Always Wayne, Gucci, and Gotti. Gucci and Gotti. Yo Gotti, I don't care if you listen to you owe this nigga Mike some money because every time I came to his house, he was pumping and promoting yo shit, dog. Listen to that shit. Hard motherfucking core. Yo Gotti, Gucci Mane, all you motherfuckers. Holla at my boy. I, please, I didn't God, get so damn. much into Yo Gotti as I did uh, Gucci. I gave him. Actual listen time, mm-hmm. but yeah, in well, terms from of, St. Louis, boy. Yeah, I know he's pretty. He's pretty heavy up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, in terms of that, that that's. But look, back into the. Uh, gosh, what was just going into before we went into the next stage? Um, what were you talking about? Before? Monte was talking about it. Uh, before we went into the mixtape, uh, uh, let me see. Getting your mixtapes. Uh, well, we could talk about Midwest Lowe's mixtape. Uh, it's called Mixed Emotions 3X's M-I-X-X-X You know what that means E-D Emotions E-M-O-C-E-A-N-Z Because you know um, I call We named it that really Because you know The topic selected well, and, and the thing is When it comes to mixed emotions Like I said we Like Mike said Merlo said We talking about um, A lot of different things We be talking about The infidelity part How sorry we are or Whatever Because you know Whatever we get caught or Whatever But then we right back Talking about the kicking And shit It's like damn How you gonna go, go One end and talk about You sorry And doing all of this And then on this And you back in the party And shit Y'all got any tracks About getting cheated on uh no, cause I don't know if we give a fuck that much. We're not uh, looking. Yeah. We're not looking for that. I, I mean, mean I, I don't know how you why why you would want. It would be, first off, I'm gonna say, hey, Wayne's had tracks about it. If you want me to be on. honest, man, first of all, if I got cheated on, I wouldn't know about it, and I don't want to know about yeah, it. Yeah, we're not looking. You wouldn't want to know. No, I wouldn't want to know. You, how could you not want to know? Like, I feel like because what that, what I don't know don't hurt me. Exactly, that's not true. He keeps his eyes on. He's, Have you heard of uh, STDs? I mean, but we don't know. don't know about them until it's like, oh shit, my hair is falling out. Like, oh shit, yeah, I, got, I got legions. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I got it, if I get an STD, that means I found out now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I like that. So I'm Yo. like, I don't want to know. So you know, keep it safe. Okay, it up, okay. You know? Take Kanye. Kanye took a whole, made a whole goddamn album about uh, Amber Rose ass. Is that you talking about? Every female. Did he cheat on him? I don't give a fuck. Well, I mean, if, if I'm, a, I'm a realist. You know, I've done so much dirt in my life. I can't sit here and be a hypocrite. You know, I mean, but it's still at the end of the day, I'm a human being. I may have a feeling or emotion about it, but at the same time, first of all, I don't give a fuck that much. <laughs> and then I don't, I don't allow anybody else to have control over my feelings. Yeah, and my and whoever you cheating on me with definitely ain't had nothing with you. And then yeah, if you if you cheating on me, that means uh, that means I'm not giving you something that you deserve or wanting, whether it's time, compassion, all that shit. 
then you go get it from that nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or that female shit. You might be gay. Who cares? I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I've never been cheating on with another woman, and I hope that never happens. Like, I feel like that's just a specific because, yeah, point yeah. of my own personal pride. Like, don't fuck with no other bitch and be like, yeah, it's over because of her. I, I don't care. Well, why? Because you obviously can't give her what she's giving you, so there's nothing you can do about it. You can't, you can't give her what the other chick's giving her. That's what I said. Uh, I, I, the only thing I don't, hey, you know, this if it's a woman, you ain't got the tools, bro. What you mean? We ain't got the tools. Right, got the tools. She ain't got the tools. Right. <laughs> it's you, another way if, around, if she's if she's leaving you for a woman, you ain't got the tools that she needs. Uh, Shit. Emotionally, maybe emotionally, I will say that. Whatever. Maybe, you, you you know, what you would say is you don't have the skills. Because we got a ton. If, if, if you don't put you like, you, you, we can hook that up, baby. Like, if you have, if you I mean, you're talking like, physically. You no I'm team. talking figurative. You're talking literally. I mean, figurative. You know, what are tools, what are, what are tools used for to get the job done easier? You I'm know, you like that on that rap shit, dog. You got to, you got to, you got to <laughs> okay. think, well, you know, I'm so you're telling me you would much rather. I don't, with my I will mind. say this. I don't, it, to me, it doesn't matter either way because that person is providing you with something that I can't give you. So I'm not going to be upset about it. I'm going to be up in my feelings for a moment because I, as far as pride, my pride is hurt because I couldn't give you what you needed. But I come back and come to realization. No, uh, I, I'm sorry. What's up? I got to cut you off. Go ahead. To all you Midwest Saloonians out there. My nigga here is the most positive-minded motherfucker you would ever fucking be. So why you listening to him give his explanation? Do believe, like I said, and we we told you earlier in another interview, Midwest Saloon, we're so we're authentic. Everything you get from us is real. But what this man is telling you, this is exactly how he is in real life. This ain't no fucking. Uh, we ain't got no marketing <laughs> or promoting or no label. We're like, oh, do your research and statistics, and this is what we got to say to, to appeal to y'all. And we ain't trying to market nothing. This is real raw shit. That's what Midwest Saloon is about. We all raw. This is raw. And what is raw spelled backward? That's war. We a war against. We we we, we gonna get there. We gonna beat the odds. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. What my nigga's saying right here is truly authentically. Merlot, he's cool, he's motherfucking calm, and I'm not trying to be on your motherfucking nuts, but I gotta tell I gotta tell it the way it is. He's cool, he's calm and collected. His name is Merlot. Better recognized. Holla at him. Dog. Like like the wine, you know. I'm just I'm just I wanna introduce him like that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta be I gotta be a lot more right. I need a speech before that, hey, but you know. <laughs> but you know what? It's not even the speech. It comes from straight to heart because that yeah. shit's real real I've been knowing my nigga. For over 10 to 12 years, you know what I'm saying? This is real knowledge. This is real shit. I'm being real honest with you. And in all of our music, that's coming out of our minds, our brains. That's all real shit. That's real knowledge. Knowledge. If you don't, if you want, if you down with us, we don't even call them fans. We call them believers. If you believe in us, Midwest Saloonigans, that's what I'm going to start. That's what yes, it is. If you want to yeah. be a Midwest Saloonigan, fuck with us. This is it. You getting a real package. We're what not about, faking uh, no shit. What about Midwest, Midwest Saloonatics? Oh, that's too close to some. Uh, I like it. Uh, too close to some niggas who ain't doing shit with the name for the past twenty years. So mm-hmm. I think you're good. Midwest lunatics. The lunatics. Midwest lunatics. Damn, we ain't gonna have to pay for that now. Are we not? You ain't gonna sue it. Yeah, gonna sue it. I like it. Even I mean, even if they <laughs> did, that's gonna put our name in the news. Paying homage, also. Yeah, paying homage. You know, we all Missouri. I like I mean, it. Mike Wills from St. Louis. St. Louis. Louis so paying homage in that respect. You know, yeah. I, you know, and I, and I feel that because after you leave our show, you probably might be a lunatic after that shit. Yeah. Just, we gonna drive. We gonna take it. We gonna make it crazy. It gets I crazy. Like it. That's right. I call my fan groups the Urban Alchemist. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. 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 I fuck with the Saint Midwest community in all ways. Yeah. 
Hey, I'm that's, all for it. That's what it's about, man. That's dope, though. Yeah. Uh, so I was talking with my last guest, Smitty the Kid. Shout out to Smitty the Kid. Shout, shout out, out to Smitty, Smitty the Kid. Yeah, hey, he's dope, doing dope things out here. Check out, check out his EP, Better Luck Next Life. Yeah, Spotify, YouTube, all that great stuff. One of the things we was talking about last episode is we were just so lucky to come up in the era uh, where it was like record labels, like legit record labels right, and teams. Right. Like, you know, he was telling me how about his favorite record label. I was telling him how Rockefeller was my favorite record label because that just happens. It's like the all-star team, in my opinion. Yeah. What are y'all favorite record labels coming out? Young Money. Young Money, good, great record label. Young I will money. say it's only about, I will say the, the triarchy is the successful. Yeah, you know. Lil Wayne, Nick, Drake, Nicki. Yeah, yeah, man. That's I mean, all you needed. Look at that's that. That's funny you brought that up because uh, Lil Twist just got out of prison. Oh, for real? I didn't know he's in. Yeah, he's either. been in for like eight years because he took yeah. that rap for Justin Bieber. That's why uh, he went to jail? Yeah, the nigga was like driving a Ferrari that Justin Bieber crashed and then he. That nigga was like, Oh, he took the rap. I bet he yeah, got paid. Yeah. So, they, so they, let the white, they let the white boy off. <laughs> it was really eight years. Like, it was just some serious time. Like, nigga, why, would he, why would he take the rap for him? No, I hope he got broke off. Like, he that's said. what I'm saying. I, I hope so too. But that nigga's like, Justin Bieber's like on some, I don't fuck with you nigga shit. Like, yeah. and that's what I really have a problem with in, in terms of Caucasians coming into our culture. Because yeah. they get a couple years in, get a little taste like Miley Cyrus and shake your ass and you know uh, Justin Timberlake and you over here pop locking and shit and now your ass is, is chilling in the woods and, <laughs> right they, they get the fame off of the music exactly is, now yeah, they, they, they take it back to this is shit. my take on that you niggas let them in exactly. some niggas like, she's 6 9 especially Mike Will Mike Will made it let yeah. Miley Cyrus in uh, Timberland let Justin Timberlake in. Yeah. They're looking for the bag. They know they're going to exactly. get the most they money off paid. that white boy. They got paid. Because who, who, you got to uh, look at it. It's a numbers game. Who let I, I mean, Justin Bieber in? Usher. Usher. Usher brought that nigga in. Yeah. I feel like, yes, they are responsible. They should have the right paid. letters to be like, yeah. right, yeah. this is what happened. And he's still getting paid on I mean, what, I mean, what do you expect? These these people did not grow. I mean, come on, let's be honest. They they white. I ain't got nothing against white people for real. For nothing. Real. You, I mean, everybody is who they are, but, but you, they would never be able to walk in the shoes of a black person. Yeah. And then if you play, the, if you have the white card, why don't you play it? You play like, it you got me fucked up. I mean, but when you look at people like Post Malone, and it's like, okay, you went from like White Iverson to just like Justin Timberlake, the shit he's doing. Like you went from like actual Timberland shit that plays in the black clubs to niggas chilling in the woods. Yeah. Whatever the fuck he's doing, he's covered in all denim and shit. And not because it's entertaining. I did like that Crimey River song. I just Crimey River. I wanted a leather jacket because I saw that goddamn music video. Hey, he was cold blooded. That, that was in. I know, no, no, Crimey River. That was right, right when he popped off. And yeah, you had some good black. Just music. Like a little but I, I like what I what I appreciate is you know if they all if you're authentic to yourself, they're make not. music for bro. I liked In Sync. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. so, like, I think they, we're all old enough to be able to be honest enough to say NSYNC was nice. Yeah, it was so like, it's like uh, uh, what was that song they had? Uh, Gone. Yeah, nigga, I did not know that was NSYNC. Yeah, they played that on 103, and I was just like, "Who is this?" Yeah. And they was just like, "That's NSYNC." Yes, they actually is. had like a little moment where they stopped and was just like, "Well." That was the new track by Insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, God damn! And, and they were too, they were not, they weren't trying to uh, plead or. Crossover. They were being authentic yeah. to themselves. Be authentic. Niggas like music. I like country music. You know what I'm saying? We like yeah. all type of genre. Yeah. So it's like if it's good, it's good. Don't try. Don't try to be something that you're not. 
But then you got you got folks who are letting them in, let them be cool. I don't blame anybody but those individuals are doing so. Because all you need is a black cosign. All look of a sudden, at, you in the all you look need. at Adele, bro. She ain't have to really change. Adele yeah. wasn't trying to like interlope. She just so happened to have that soulful exactly. voice. Exactly. Niggas responding. You know it's who? Had, you, you know who had the most soulful voice out of out of all of them? What is her motherfucker? Tina Marie? Out of white woman? She died. Uh, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Oh, yeah. I love Amy Winehouse. Wee, boy. That, yeah, she that had girl. that soul. Like, Amy Winehouse. Crack. Amy Winehouse. That's, yeah. She was an alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? She Whatever. Crack. She was kicking it. I don't yeah. know about that. But I, just, I know she, she died. You know? No, she died on an overdose of alcohol. Her name was Wine House. Oh, she was on that wine. Uh, she was like, Crack House. Amy <laughs> <laughs> Crack House. She was on that shit. But yeah, she was a another artist who really... Took that uh, old school Ella Fitzgerald, you oh, know, yeah. Billy Holiday type it. singing, you know, and I love it because anytime a white artist doesn't shit on black culture like Elvis did, mm-hmm. and, you know, just be like, I'm going to take this shit and run with it. Right. And not really give back or not really, you know, pay homage to where the fuck it came from. <laughs> and, do you know, you ever think of how hard it was for Eminem to get on, like, when but, niggas but, actually respect him? Yeah. Speaking on shitting on black culture, I got to mention this. I think the main one that does that the most, y'all might not like me for saying that, but to me, it's Cardi B. I feel like she she thinks she's speaking for black culture, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I just, I, I feel like you sound, when you start talking about political issues and stuff like that outside of your class, you talk, you're speaking on black issues and sound ignorant at the same time doing it. I, we don't appreciate that. I don't think I, she should be going up against Candace Owens. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Y'all heard about that, but I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, you sound dumb as fuck. Candace Owens is a black woman. She's she's very intelligent. And then you then you talking about I got the number one song. Y'all talking about your wet ass pussy and shit like that. And then you sound inner and then you speaking on you know black issues that you really wouldn't even have to deal with. You you chose to you know integrate yourself into our culture and you're not even black speaking on your our issues and shit like that. Same thing with Takashi Six Nine. Like you're not black, but you're like making a mockery. Of the art, y'all let me know when y'all in the mood of Takashi Six. That's a whole yeah, yeah, and we're not, in a, you so, know, I can't even believe we I'm never in the mood for that, that shit bro. Up. So. I, we got to talk about it because I feel like I warned niggas when I first started this podcast. I was like, yo, these SoundCloud rappers are detrimental to the fucking culture. It's way too many light skinned niggas, way too many black bright niggas out here, yeah. right? A little pump. I was like, what the fuck is he? Any white. He was, I don't know if he's Mexican or white. Then we got Takashi 69. I was like, he's definitely Mexican. Yeah. And then we got uh, Lil Zan. The Pump got some dope, dope But isn't Cardi Dominican, though? Yeah, she's. Uh, I don't know, but she's not black. Yeah, Dominican or Puerto Rican, one of those. But yeah. it was like, yeah, Afro Latina. Yeah. And it, she's, you know, she's kind of, she kind of did interlope in. But she's respected, so she she gets that pass. I, 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 I won't even want to say passes or anything like that. What I say is I don't we pick I change. don't speak on anybody's upbringing. You don't I don't know that woman from a can of paint. Uh-huh. So you know I don't know what her education level is. I don't know if she went back to school and started taking political science classes. I'm not going to be an individual who tells someone that an artist can't speak on whatever issues because they they have the right to vote. They have the right to be knowledgeable of whatever policies are in their city, um, town, state, whatever. So I'm not going to be the one to pass judgment because I hate when people put people in a category. Uh, athletes, shut up and dribble, you know, um, uh, uh, entertainers, just be just entertaining. You know, I pay you to make sing and dance, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, I'm not the one that's going to tell anybody else that they can't voice their opinion. Now, it is, if you sound, 
it does, I mean, and then you have to realize there are people she speak to. And I don't even want to talk about Cardi B specifically. This is just people um, in general. So everybody has a voice. You should be entitled to use your voice. And how, how people interpret you, you just have to be ready for that. So uh, now I see his every right to his opinion. He can feel however way. But it's not people. Sh- uh, she should not speak for everyone. She should speak for herself. And if other people relate, then they should speak on that and be like that. Same way with Candace Owens. She has every right to feel however she feels. Uh, I respect her on that level. I may not agree with her all the time. Yeah. But so, if, if we having a conversation about music. Yeah. And I'm talking to y'all about, like, I understand what the fuck I'm talking about. It's like, right. yo, we're rappers. Like, yeah. we get it. Like, we know what we're talking about, too. Yeah, exactly. At, at a certain point, it's like, okay, maybe I need to sit back and, and kind of reevaluate my stance. So when Cardi B goes at it with Candace Owens, yeah. I don't think she's well-equipped. Like, if Candace Owens was no. going at Cardi B about hip-hop shit, I'd be like, maybe you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe Absolutely. you don't, don't know what the fuck you're talking about because you don't do this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if she was trying to... Uh, you know, son, her on releasing the album, I'll be like, the fuck do you know about this? So when I see Cardi B so, going at it with Candace on about like issues, it's just like, yo. So this is my question. So how do you know what she knows? Like Scarface she ran said for it. I listen to it. You, 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 you I don't like what I'm saying. I don't know. The shit she talking about. The way she 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 was, I'm only speaking objectively because I've never heard. I've never heard this. Like I'm so yeah, well, that's what in I'm what I'm doing. I know you're telling me about but her. You haven't seen it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're telling me. I can take a shot in the dark, not seeing it, and say, okay, <laughs> Cardi B probably got her ass. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but I'm not the one to you know put that on somebody else because I don't know what she knows. I just look at it like I look at it from a general perspective, and the most general perspective is is looks, and I'm looking at you, and I don't see a black woman in, in you, and, and I'm not like I said, I'm not bias about it. I love all cultures. I love Puerto Ricans. I love Mexican culture. I love all of that shit. But at the end of the day, if you're speaking on behalf of a specific culture, to me, when you walk around on a regular basis, even though you are a minority, when you walk around on a regular basis, you still do not go through the, the same things that a black man or a black woman would go through. So when you're making, when you're commenting on those things and you sound ignorant doing it at the same time, you're just kind of making us look bad and you're, you're inserting yourself into a specific culture that, to me, you have no experience with. She has so, a black daughter. She has a black, yeah, yeah but that daughter husband. is no older. I don't know how old her daughter is. And she's married to a black man. But yeah. at the end of the day, you still, just like black women, they, they don't walk in the shoes of a black man. So you, you even a black woman, in my opinion, you can you can state your opinion, but at the end of the day, you have yet to walk in the shoes or go through, walk walk the walks that we gotta mm-hmm. walk on a regular basis as a black man because a, a white soul to me is a is is much more intimidated by a black man than a black woman. So you're you you have an easier walk in my opinion as far as like you know dealing with the police officers or dealing with other black men in the streets because in my opinion we are our worst enemies. I walk in the shoes of a black man every single day, and I feel more hesitant and a little bit more uh i don't what, what the word is for it, but just a, i'm a little bit more hesitant a little bit more nervous around my own people around black men than i am not black women not white women not white men not asian men mexican men puerto rican all of that shit i feel more hesitant a little bit more on edge around my own black man my own black brother than anybody else even the police so I feel like even on that subject of Black Lives Matter, I feel like if we're gonna put our fist up, we got a million more fists we need to put up for for the uh, for the uh, black men. I mean, for for the black on black violence and, and, and killing each other, 
as you know, we kill each other on, on a way higher rate than the cops kill yeah. us. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So I feel like before we can ask the police to give us a break and begging for the you know, putting up the hands while all that shit is bad, George Floyd, all that shit's bad. At the end of the day, I feel like we need to take care of it in house and then get our foundation solid and then step up to the plate and be like, Hey, black lives matter. Like what the fuck are y'all doing? You know, respect us. We got our shit we, our communities is taken care of, we take care of our people. Respect us, you know what I'm saying? But then when you put your fist up and then go back and shoot up the goddamn club, you know, so or go back and, and rob uh, rob a nigga or go back and sell dope to somebody's dad, where, where, you know, or whatever the case may be, you know, you rob somebody, whatever the case may be, to me, that's that's being, we're contradicting ourselves. We're putting our knees on our, on our own necks, in my opinion, yeah. a lot of the time. That's true. And so, quick question. So, as musical artists, I, I know integrity has to be a huge thing to both of you. So, if you were given the chance to make a track with Takashi Six Nine, he, he he approached you, gentlemen, was like, "Yo, Midwest Saloon, I'm really respecting what y'all doing out here. Takashi Six Nine wants to make a track with you. Would you guys, knowing that's a bankable track, would you do it?" Yep. Nah. Wait. <laughs> okay, so we got yes, we got yes from Nasty, sure we got a no wood. from Merlot. Sure nah. the fuck would because, and I say I would because shit, who, everybody's about their money at the end of the day, and and everybody trying to get it, whether you selling the dope. Whether you uh, robbing, whether you trapping, which everybody like Le Simpson loves so much in the music, they dance to it every goddamn day. So if anything, me doing a song with him is no different in making some money. It's no different than somebody trapping or, or, or bringing down the community or doing this and that. And then because you know what, they might call him a rat, but to me, the real rats in the community are the ones that are killing up motherfuckers, running around in our communities, killing people. The real rats are the ones that are going around selling dope to our community. The real rats are the ones that are not taking care of their community, letting these killers stay out on the street and letting these motherfuckers do the dope. Where your kids can't go on the street comfortably and play and just be kids yeah, and, get a, he, and get a chance. He's at still life. a rat. No, he, yeah, and, and he's a rat simply because he got himself involved to get on. That's how he got his popularity was to get involved with some gangsters or some thugs or whatever the case may be. I don't know the whole story, but then to flip back around and tell on them. Not the same, but you already got the clout. But now you want to. You got a little too deep in the game. Now you, you ratting everybody out. That that is a rat too. But at the end of the day, it's a like, rat. That's they, a definition. By by definition, that's what a rat is. Yeah, like, but but the the rats also to me now it's the, the, good the rats are the motherfuckers. Like Mister Hill, the rats, rat will do rats, whatever it takes to survive. The rats is the motherfuckers eating us out the goddamn house. The rats are pests, and to me. A pest is the motherfucker running around tearing our goddamn communities down. The motherfuckers running around killing people because if it ain't your brother, if it ain't my brother, and it ain't your brother, I mean, you ain't you don't give a fuck about Takashi it. Takashi is worse than that. But when he hits your shit, yeah. now it's a problem. Takashi is worse than that because he's not from this community. That's, culture, that, that's true. But he's perpetuating these stereotypes that these kids listen to. Yeah, I just feel like. And then when he gets caught up and he's like, yo, you know, I'm not really that guy. My name is Daniel Hernandez. You know, I'm just a good kid. I just want to make music. It's like, nah, bro. How many, how many guys in the game aren't really that guy? Future uh, out here selling dope because that's all he talk about is the trap. Is he that guy? Has he gotten arrested? Is he that guy? Has he been apprehended by the authorities? For, for dealing dope? Like how you talking anything, about on a regular basis? For anything besides child support that's going to get him arrested. I'm just saying he's not that guy. You know, so you got a lot of guys that talk about a lot of shit that they're not doing, and they promote and violence, they promote arrested. drugs exactly. to our young kids, and then they get out the kid, young kids out here doing that shit, getting arrested. These motherfuckers ain't getting arrested; they still touring, they going worldwide tours, getting into these nicest, nice cars, promoting that shit. Kids see it, they like, oh, the way you do that is to do what they fucking talking about in the, in the, in the records, but they're not doing that. 
Yeah, but Takashi Six Nine is an individual. Who's a lot of these motherfuckers is fake. Okay, but you don't see them getting arrested because they're not really involved with that. I, I say the era of, of real niggas actually rapping is over. So you said Takashi was really involved in that because he actually got arrested. I would say so he he's is a, real. He's a dummy who got involved with <laughs> some niggas who's like. Just because you niggas are involved with me and I'm in the podcast game doesn't mean y'all in the podcast game. Right. But if I was doing something illegal that had y'all name attached to it, you know, if, if I use the episode and, and use Gucci Man's track on it, mm-hmm. and he sues me, and then he tries to come after y'all, y'all gonna be like, we ain't got shit to do with John Michael. Like, we ain't in the podcast Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Even if you were on a podcast episode. Right. You still attached. Right. Just like that nigga was rubbing Treyway. Treyway gets indicted. Kashi's like, yo, I don't, I don't know anything about this gentleman. Even though you're rapping about it, even though you are making money off it, even though you're profiting off it, now you don't know anything about it. Right. No, it's not cool. Not to me. In, in, the, in the environment. But, but, the, but the thing is, like you said, if, if, if you if you did play that that track on it while you were in the podcast, we don't have nothing to do and we don't know nothing about that shit. So we shouldn't get in trouble for it. So is that what you're saying? Takashi shouldn't be in trouble for that? I'm saying if you associating yourself with it and you know what it is, don't act surprised when they come and get you for what it is. So if I'm associating myself, associate myself with this podcast, you play the Gucci track, you get in trouble for it, we shouldn't be surprised that we get in trouble either. Yeah, if you knew that's what was going on. Huh, that's true. Now, if it was a situation just like, uh, what, what happened with... Uh, uh, Robin Thicke and Pharrell when they got sued for using that uh, Marvin Gaye track. Mm-hmm. That nigga, uh, Robin Thicke tried to say, I didn't know anything about the track. I, I've, never, I've never even heard this track before. <laughs> and it's like, yo, this is your track. Like, <laughs> you mean to tell me you didn't hear anything similar between this and God? And, and, and you know, I agree. I say I do a track with him, but I, I don't really know when it comes down to it. But of course, me and my, my boy got to be in agreement with it. But at the end of the day, like, um, you know, the black culture, the black community, you know, I was like, they, to me, they, they the ones that let the rainbow hear, hear a kid in. I mean, he's he's got to get his kid. his clout from somewhere. Plural. So the Treyway decided to give him the clout. They let him in and they got fucked over at the end of the day. They should have, to me, expected to get fucked over at the end of the day. So they let the man in. They got fucked over. So th- does that mean I got to fuck up my money? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and like I said, I don't know how people feel about that. But at the end of the day, because they got fucked over. And yeah, he's fucking up. He's doing all of that shit. But at the end of the day, like... You know what I'm saying? saying these, so would you would you do a track with Tory Lanez? All money ain't good money. Exactly. I ain't fucking with Takashi Six Nine, and I ain't fucking with Tory Lanez. Fuck them both. We, we ain't yeah, fucking with them. Yeah. We heard it what it was. I'm not gonna... I mean, sometimes you gotta you gotta worry. I, I care about Midwest Saloon as a whole. You know what I'm saying? If we believe in Midwest Saloon, we don't we don't need a Takashi Six Nine or yeah, we absolutely don't need Tory Lanez co-sign, bro. But and but you are who. You, I mean, as a black man, I am I am not I'm not my name, but my name means something. Right. Merlo means something. Midwest Moon means something. Nasty means something. Them niggas I don't want them niggas attached to my shit. We're not doing it. All that shit does not matter to any of them. Yeah, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? And oh, who oh, me was Brian. Brian's actually gone. What up, B Shan? Hey, it's good to it's good it's good to hear from you, big dog. Hey, but it's I'm, hey, I'm just keeping it real, baby. Hey, I'm just keeping it real. This shit real, cause you ain't gonna fuck up. You ain't gonna fuck your money up, cause some hood ass niggas got fucked over, right? But my nigga, like I said, my nigga, my low say we ain't doing it. We ain't doing. It. 
Mike Will, Mike Will said, I mean, Monte says their integrity is not for sale. They would not do a track with Takashi 69 They are, they all about, you know, I don't give a fuck. LB, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Cool. All I wanted to call in and say is he know he love Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I fuck with Chris Brown. Ask me what I do a track with Chris Brown. You better motherfucking believe it, baby. That's Tay. You already know. Even though he hits one. Does it? Oh, he so did with that Rihanna. My bad. Like, you know what? But see, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I try not to let the negativity start. Oh, same. But like, with Chris hold on, hold on. But you can't, you can't say that though, because how many tracks have Chris Brown done with people since then? He said, "I was sorry." He did the whole Michael Jackson dance, got to crying and shit. I mean, damn. What you, what, what you want? What you, what you want from the man? Well, I'm about to say, yeah, I believe in second chances. And Absolutely. All that, like, Everybody he, makes a mistake with, with Chris Brown, but didn't he like, like, I want to say, like, clean up his. Clean up his shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Takashi Six Nine and Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez ain't even speak up, speak out on it. He said, you know, he. Nah, he said, sorry. He said, you gotta say more. I'm gonna say, maybe in Canada, that's how you fucking apologize. My thing is, you know, he let he let Meg take that rap for so long. You know what I'm saying? Now I don't even care what you gotta say, bro. You know what I'm saying? You 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 should know, man. You gotta protect black women. Protect us at all costs, all the time. She protected you, bro. From the police, even in the public for a while, and you just let her name get dragged. And now you just want to come up, oh, I was drunk. Nigga, fuck you, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, uh, I don't know that, man. Yeah. I don't I, care I don't, to know that, man. Know but on the subject itself, man, you got to do better. True. But when it comes to Chris Brown, like, you know, like the caller in said, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> like the end of the day, I would do a song with Chris Brown. He's apologized. I mean, you made a mistake. I mean, I did. there's women out there that, you know, have been beat, you know, and I don't agree with that 100% at all, at all. But there's women out there that have been beat, and they, they, they uh, forgive the guy that did it, or the husband, or the boyfriend, or whoever it is. I think it's deeper than that. The man, like, people, you have to give people an opportunity to make amends right. and correct their actions yeah, and learn from their mistakes. I mean, it doesn't matter about what, because another woman may not ever forgive him, but... You know, my, I'm, I should not be judged on my past. I should be judged how on many, my actions. How many women you Crown. shot, Mike? How many women have I shot? Yeah. I've never shot a woman in my you life. You never shot one woman. No. Depending on what you shoot with. Yeah, that's the You still managed to go to your whole entire life without shooting one woman. Yeah. And somehow Tory Lane's going to go through one famous interaction. Yeah. Like, he literally just been famous like two years. But you know, he's already shot a woman. You got, he got, he got. You got to build your ass up to that. Like Jay Z hasn't shot any I, women. I'm not giving. I'm not saying this is an excuse, but he got a little man syndrome, probably. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he, uh, what he like five? What he like five? Fucked him up. Yeah, he got what he like half up, the size. Yeah, <laughs> in the straight up fight, maybe Sadler <laughs> fucked him up. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that, to sure. me, that's he, a weak. That's a weak individual. You know, to pull, pull. I don't care how drunk you are. You pull a gun on a woman, you still kind of know what you're doing, bro. You know what I'm saying? First of all, if you that that big of an entertainer, you know what I'm saying? You should have a security guard. Your security guard should have a weapon. If you drunk, you should not be handling the weapon, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. Coming from a nigga who's been drunk his entire <laughs> life. He, you know what I'm saying? Because you could do, you know. Yeah, man. You just got to be smarter, man. You making a much. What, what was he was the, taking what, that Harlem Nights. What was, the, what was the uh, radio stuff he was doing? COVID stuff or quarantine radio? Yeah, that shit was popping, bro. And, shit. and you, you fucking up your money, dog. He fucked up his career. You can't come back from shooting a while. Oh, he'll come back. Like, this cancel like, culture shit ain't Maybe real. if it was. Uh, nah, nah. They didn't cancel so many people and they still popping. Maybe if it was like a, a generic woman who was just like a regular everyday chick. She shot Megan the Stallion. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cancel culture. That shit fake. 
Yeah, that's just fake news. They, they, they didn't cancel so many they people. It's still popping. Spacey. They removed his ass out of a movie with CGI. Oh, I didn't even know. <sighs> if you, all right, you may be taken off a a, a second, but you know, with with the way society is now and the means to so many things, you have a base, you have a fan base, and your core fans support you. It's not a matter. General public really don't matter. It's about your 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 core fan base and you can still probably do small little shows it house of cards because it was such a big sitcom okay, and then the house of cards house of cards not even on no more well, y'all talk all that y'all talk after him y'all talk all that shit you will be seeing Tory Lanez at the arena near you trust me dog it yeah ain't no i mean that's why i said you know he still has fans he still have people support him. look at him look how many motherfuckers still support r kelly bro come yeah. on there's but you you don't you're not held to that standard anymore R. Kelly is there's no excuse for supporting R. Kelly. If you if you support R. Kelly still, you just like a nasty motherfucker too. It's a nasty yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, R. Kelly I think was out of bounds with a lot of I can't you know, I can't you sit here and say that, but I know he's a part of so many people's past with some of his music. He's inspired so many people. And I don't think we should take that away from him, but at the end of the day, you fucking with kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't. That shit. That's you a little weird. You know what I'm saying? I can't even. That's a little weird. No. That's yeah, nah, fuck him. No. That's, that's, I sorry. can't. That's kind of nasty. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Fuck yeah. that nigga. I, I can. No. It's, it's not even like a situation like Michael Jackson where there's like the benefit of the doubt. Like, right. that nigga pissed on girls. Like, yeah. we know. Like, yeah. we can all agree on it. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's nasty. Yeah, he's nasty, and I, I, I agree. I can still listen. I, I can still listen to Michael Jackson with a clear conscience mm-hmm. because it's still that shadowy area where it's like, yeah. nigga did some stuff that might not have been regular. Yeah, but he, I ain't seen no proof to be like he been even did. I was at kids. the barber shop, man. One of the little people was making a. Had uh, uh, R. Kelly playlist going. I felt mad uncomfortable, man. I was like, uh, yeah. You know you fuck kids, right? Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, that's pretty. Well, that's yeah. how you gotta remind folks. Like, you remember he fucked little kids, right? Like, yeah, that's cool with you. It's cool. He caught himself the pot piper. Yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't playing. He was not playing when he uh, said that shit. But yeah, let's let's change the subject. Yeah, I don't even change the subject. What is? We don't. We don't want. We don't want that tied to us at all. But you do a track with Takashi Six Nine, right, ass? Well, well, you know. Anyway, I was so. What's New West Balloon got coming up pipeline in the future? You said you got a mixtape coming up. When's okay. that dropping? Um, I got mixed uh, emotion. Mixed emotion is going to be the EP that's going to be dropping. It's going to be dropping um, next month. I got some stuff to uh, some tweaks to make, um, and probably because we got a photo shoot coming up, and we just got to get some stuff together. Going to get some new visuals out to match the uh, EP uh, cover. Cover uh, album covers, the artwork and stuff like that, and get that out to you. And it's gonna be on all social media platforms: Apple, Apple Music, Spotify, TuneCore, all that shit. You know, uh, the mixtape gonna be dropping that probably a week or two right after that. It's gonna be different tracks, and then we're gonna have a um, a rock EP coming out probably at the beginning of the year. Uh, That's dope. Yeah, so it's got we're working on all things simultaneously because. I, I'm all over the place, man. We are all over the place. We can't just concentrate on one specific thing one at a time. So we just gonna drop three, pretty much three albums in three months. That's dope. That's an ethic right there. Yeah, man. We're trying. We're trying to get you. And then the library feeling full of music. So we ain't never gonna stop, man. Isn't he? He, he aggravates me because every time he come <laughs> over, I can't finish a song because it it actually takes a lot. It takes some time to mix. Yes. To mix the music, but this nigga want to drop three new tracks every time he come over at least once a week. 
record three new songs. Because I love it. I love it. You know what I'm saying? And Takashi 69 won't be on not one of them motherfuckers. I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> I was bullshitting about that. You know what I'm saying? Let's even get it straight. I probably wouldn't do that so, shit. Yeah, I mean, we're not even yeah. So, though. like, when it comes to mixing, mastering, um, just editing, all the kind of, even with the videos and stuff like that, man, just the process takes time because we don't want to just do bullshit. And then, as artists and creators, we're never satisfied with our work is always like we gotta i get to a point where it's like fuck it i'm tired of doing this shit if it, it, it's gonna this is gonna be what it is right now uh but at some point you know because we perfection is when it comes to our shit we just want our shit to be perfect and in the perfect world nothing's perfect I definitely feel that, man. Let me know when that rock album comes out. I can stand on stage, act like I'm playing the bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit, man. I always wanted to be a rock star. Uh, definitely, man. Yeah, that's that's yeah, going to be that's fun. Actually what, that's what I think. That's how I would categorize our, ourselves as far as just if you had to put us in the genre. I, I, I feel like, you know, this is the quote I always give. I feel like rappers die. Rock stars never do. And the rock stars come in many different styles, many different forms. You know what I mean. So I just think that's 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 what I want to be. That's what I am. Straight up rock star. Me and Merlot, Midwest alone, the movement. You're rock stars. I asked this last interview with Smitty Kid. What are some of your non-traditional hip hop influences growing up? Non. Traditional hip hop. Yeah, you know, they expect me niggas, so we just listen to rap. So, okay. do you have any influences musically that's like outside of that scope that people be like, oh, you know, didn't expect you? Like, I was telling them I listened to, you know, a lot of British, mm-hmm. you know, pop rock back mm-hmm. in the, you know, like the 80s British pop, like uh, Elton John and Queen and David Bowie and, you know, Phil Collins. Ooh, David uh, Bowie, that's a good one. That was my nigga right oh, there. Yeah, for sure. Queen. Uh, Lincoln Park. Ooh, Lincoln Park was. Yo, Bro, oh my yeah, god! Blink one eighty two. They were so slept on, like yeah. like that, that mashup they do with Jay Z. Yeah, no matter how hard you try, keep that in mind. I designed this rhyme. Yeah, uh, I tried so hard. Oh yeah, yeah, that shit was groundbreaking. Like, way they no rap. doubt. Uh, that was fire too. Yeah, yeah, no fire? doubt, all day, baby. I didn't know she was that old. Like she was forty when I was like in high school. Forty in the blow. Still beautiful. She's still different. Hootie and the Blowfish, man. Uh, I can't name a song from Hootie, but they, they, yeah. they, they, that's the band. You know, they got to give respect. They the G's. Hey, they got some, they got some, because, um, damn, the lead singer, what's his name? Because he got a country album. It's Hootie. Nah, it's Hootie. It's, 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 it's Hootie. Everybody <laughs> knows Hootie. I can picture um, his face, but I don't know his actual name. But what's some rock influences since y'all going into a Queen, album? absolutely. I love Queen. I think 100%. We're so Freddie crazy. Mercury all day. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to Freddie Mercury. Rest in peace, man. Hell yeah. Freddie Mercury, man. And uh, I don't even, if we can start, take a side step, man, like a Sade, Lauryn Hill, uh, like you said, John Legend, Chris Brown, Usher, you know, all of those influenced me. Mariah Carey, all of those people, uh, Boys to Men, uh, outside, you know, like I said, I listen to a lot of that shit being raised by women. I, that's Tony Braxton. Uh, uh, Frank Ocean, you know, what I'm saying shout out to my publicist, by the way, Gina Tarantino. Before I, uh, you know, move, up, move too far along, but Gina Tarantino, she's great, she's awesome. But anyway, Frank Ocean, um, all of those, you know, uh, to me are my idols, you know, in in, in, a, in a sense. So sure, I used to love watching uh, MTV Spring Break and shit like that, and uh, Woodstock. I remember that was back in the day. You know, just the people who used to perform. And I just like the performances. A lot of times, I wouldn't even know who was who was performing, but I like to see the um, the crowd reactions and the love that it was that it was given. Man, you know what I'm saying? Just performing at those type of venues, 
is what I've always wanted to do. And like I said, yeah, like like uh, Lane Park and Blink One Two. Green Day was cool. Green Day was dope. Green Day. Evanescence. Evanescence. Tracks like. Yeah. As far as that era of time, like, and I know we're forgetting a million because to me, like, that was the prime of music. I mean, yeah, I, I came up on like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, motherfuckers would just keep like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she was a shit. Yeah, you probably be looked funny at because you listen to it just being a black man. You know what I mean? But there's a there's so many great artists in every every type of genre. I just love music and I love art. And I love everybody's perspective. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we 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 I I could just go on forever, just you know, describing all the really the influences. Anybody who was on Guitar Hero? Oh yeah, all the Guitar Hero <laughs> songs. Like I killed that shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Black right. Hole yeah. Sun. Yeah, yeah. 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 shit that we didn't even know about before. Guitar I know. Guitar yeah. Came yeah. Out. yeah, yeah. Want it? Shout out yeah. to Chad. Want it? Dead or alive? Yeah, yeah. Dead or alive? I Joby, and also you know I want to give a shout out to that Hotel California baby because I didn't kill that motherfucker a couple times, baby. Dead or alive, dog. I, I didn't have a couple moments in my car, dog, with the windows up, dog, killing oh, that shit. Yeah, Aerosmith, bro. Oh, Aerosmith. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, that's a guitar hero. Yeah, Aerosmith. Dream on. Dream on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dream on. Dream on. Yeah, oh, oh, day. Oh, day. Prince. Shout out to Prince. Oh, Prince. He wasn't was, was yeah. no guitar hero, but that you know what I'm saying. Shout out to Prince. Shout out to Purple Rain too. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to Purple Rain, baby. All day. Rest in peace, baby. Black rock and roll people are the ones like. Jimi Hendrix, yes. Prince, uh, Lenny Kravitz, Absolutely. like those motherfuckers was the ones like we doing rock and roll and making it cool again. Yeah, right? and Lenny Kravitz is still doing this thing. He just bad the contract with uh, I forgot the uh, label that he's doing it with, but for their uh, I think Cologne or whatnot. So shout out to him. I like Lenny Kravitz style, yeah, bro. Yeah, all but day, all of them just had they they just trailblazers. Yeah. Like, like Prince was just. Jimmy Hendrix is like, I'm gonna do this whole hippie thing, but I'm gonna make it cool. Like yeah. the way white folks was doing it wasn't like cool. Yeah. Like yeah. that motherfucker came in with like a purple jacket with like a bandana that's tied yeah, out and shit. Yeah. Dropping acid. Prince came through doing shit like that would have been called gay across yeah. across the was, board. But he had such bad bitches like Carmen Electra, mm-hmm. Abalonia, yeah. like, oh, all of them. Shit. My thing I, why I like Prince so much is I love when people are comfortable with themselves and not worry about what the masses or society thinks. Because, you know, you're always going to have people hating on you all day, every day. Every day. But if you love yourself and secure with yourself, man, you can be whoever you want and be the best version of yourself. I respect, I hella respect Prince for that shit. You, know, you can't call a motherfucker gay when you got like the baddest chick in the, in the room yeah. and say, oh, he's gay. But like, look it really doesn't even matter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we're not here. Like, you got bitches. Like, yeah, like yeah, hey, you could call him a motherfucker. Just same thing with David Boy. You can call him gay all you want, but he had like the baddest chicks. Yeah, man. And it's just like, maybe being gay yeah. is working for them. I'm something, like, something they doing is right with the bitches. Yeah, and I'm going to say this. I don't, I don't know. I don't speak on gay people or whatever, but you know, or not women. I don't, I don't speak for women, but I think they like confidence, bro. Uh, that's you all know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you're confident in yourself and not just weak minded and just worried about what other niggas is worried about, and if they are attracted to that, they want a man. Mm-hmm. A man is not worried about another man, bro. I don't Absolutely. give a fuck you calling me gay. Nigga, what? Okay, whatever. I ain't worried about you. The worst thing you could do is compare yourself with anybody or you know, because that's the detriment. That that, that will kill your creativity. Yeah, I mean trying I, to compare yourself to somebody else, think you're not good enough or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I remember hip hop pre Kanye, like 
before Shit. niggas was wearing like polos. Remember when polos was like, you wore a polo, you gay. <laughs> like, you wore a pink, you gay. Oh, yeah. Like, you For camera, nigga. Yeah. You wore jeans that fit, you gay. Yeah. And you had to have, you had to be a certain level of nigga to wear a pink, mink. Yeah. Coat. Like Cameron was like, I'm a drug dealer, <laughs> and I'll kill you if you say something about my pink coat. Yeah. And Kanye was just like, I'm gonna wear two polos. Yeah, like, he was doing that about backpack. Wearing a backpack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna do different shit. And I I'm still on, don't I'm like Wayne because he was a college dropout. I mean, he, he, exactly. he went to college. He was educated. And so he didn't talk. Different. Niggas wasn't talking about being self conscious or being emotional before Kanye. Like niggas, right. that was the first nigga I ever heard say, I'm self conscious. Mm-hmm. You know, this is why I'm, why I'm wearing all this goddamn jewelry because I need, need niggas to see this and feel like I'm important. I was just yeah. like, wait, because, are we? Because you know why those, <laughs> you know why he was so right though? Because we as black men, I feel like we don't get enough of that confirmation yeah, growing up. We didn't. We don't have enough of that mentorship growing up. We don't see enough in our neighborhoods black men standing up and being that. Uh, that leader or that authority giving us confidence as black men walk around because you know what the white man ain't giving it to us so we need to quit asking you know that, and that's the that's the issue I feel like we ask for a lot of shit I would never of taking understand why niggas want to buy chains and jewelry so much I mean I like earrings and I like watches validation but you know I don't why do you want so many chains for niggas to, that's just that, telling I, rob me I feel like that well I, well not, not even that in it, why, but why does it have to be that way like, why because does, I want because because we as black men in my opinion no this is this this, this, is, this is what I'm saying. If you want it, get it for yourself. But you're telling me that you're buying this because this is making me want this. You're not a rapper. Where are your chains at? Nigga, I don't wear chains. That's not me. That's not my style. Real estate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I like. I want. I want some gold in my teeth. That's about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want. I want all this jewelry hanging from my shit. Yeah. These niggas, these niggas is predators. They they see like it's like seeing a uh, if you hungry. You yeah. see a sandwich just like on a silver platter, you're going to be like, well, eat that sandwich. I don't yeah. care who sandwich it is. But, but, but see, the, the, the crazy Absolutely, thing is, yeah. you go into the white community, though, they can ride. They, another white man could pull up in the baddest Maserati or whatever, and another white man see that shit, he look at him and give him the thumbs up, like, damn, that's dope. So why do we as black people, if I pull up in the same thing, well, I got to well, I got to be like a sufficient a, 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 a Because if you got a mom, if you in, a, if you in that white neighborhood and you pull up in that Maserati, that nigga probably got a Maserati too. Right. You pull up in a Maserati in that black neighborhood, that nigga ain't got a Maserati. Okay, but who's So he it? wants that Maserati. Well, yeah, uh, but, but that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's the logic. Yeah, that, but that's the logic. But I just think that's what we need to change about so ourselves. That's you what, know what we need. You want the Maserati? Let me show you how to get a Maserati. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that concept. We just got to get there. We're right, we're right. we're within our community, so I want to be a part of that black community. So we all got Maseratis on the block. Absolutely. So we're not worried about each other. We looking out for each other. But I mean, you pulling up in a Maserati in the hood, nigga, nigga, I'm gonna rob you. Right. What? <laughs> Damn, for real. <laughs> like you in the you in the hood? That because to me, you showing off. You being all flashy, nigga. Why you bring? You know we ain't got that shit. Why you bring that shit around here? But at the end of the day, like if I came it's, out of the same place and I went out and got it. And I'm coming back, and that's the thing. Like that's why I say it just shouldn't be like that. I understand that logic behind it, but we got to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. And if we bring that shit back to community, because we still invest in our community, and I want to live in my community, I want to put my tax dollars or my vote in my yeah. district into my community. Why can't I come back home to my people? But yeah. I'm not bringing because my I got shit. nice shit. I'm not bringing my nice shit back to the community to give to you, motherfuckers. Like I'm not going to say, here's my nice car, steal it. This is this is the thing. All right, you 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 wait to you build that community back up. You come you come to that with a Honda. You come drive in that community with a Honda until your community is a Maserati okay, level. So, t- then so you tell bring me this. So tell me this. So the drug dealers that come back with these nice cars, right? Mm-hmm. Nice and the kids around there see that and they want that. 
So they they look at the guy who's driving it and say, okay, you talking all of this education shit, you talking all this bullshit, but you, you what's you, the lifespan of a drug dealer? But but listen listen to my, listen to my I point. I get what you're trying they, to say. They, they they don't believe that they can have shit until they see it. So if I'm doing the right thing and I want to come back to the community with a Maserati, somebody kid want to come talk to me and say, oh, I see you got a nice car. Hey, how you get that? Or you see the guy walking out of it looks educated. Then let's let's have a conversation. Let's let's, let's, let's make it stand right, for this. I don't think just because I have nice shit, I need to move to the suburbs or I can't come back to the hood. That's and I want to come back. I should, I should I be wanna, able to come back. To I don't want to like I want to have nice things and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to come because the, the drug dealing mentality is why we live in this cycle because you want to come back with material things. I want to come back to my community and show you how I got there. I don't need I don't want to show you this Maserati. Fuck this Maserati. All right, you want to you want to you know I got one. You want to get there? All right, this is this education system. This is what you need. Show you I want you to I want to show you how to invest. I want to show you how to balance a checkbook. I want to show you how to build credit. I don't want you to focus on that Maserati because now you're showing them that Maserati. That's all they fucking care about. Well, but, but if, that, if that's what they care about, then they want to know how to get it. And, that, and that's that's one of my thing. I had a guy tell me, you know, he's a firefighter actually. And he said when they would when they would mentor young kids and try to tell them about the job, he made sure that he drove his nice cars. He made sure that he do so the kids can see that you can still get these same things that you see in the hood. But you know, they get it the wrong way. But you can still get the same thing. And do and do it the right way. So that's why he did that. You ain't always got to be nervous somebody's going to rob you because just because you got a nice car doesn't guarantee you're going to get robbed because you're driving through the hood. But at the end of the day, just, you know, we want to show the kids that, hey, you can get these nice things outside of being an entertainer or a football player or a basketball player. There are many different things outside of even being a lawyer or a doctor, ways that you can make money and get things to provide for your family and provide for yourself as a man. You see what I'm saying? Outside of doing all of this dirt. You know, there's so many, and that's. I feel like we need to show our kids more of that. So you know, that's oh, that was my point. Yeah, feel, no, I definitely get respect you on, that, on that aspect. But yeah, it's, it's all comes down to what we do with our our money once it comes in, once we get our blessings, and how we redistribute that back to the community once we are you know have it. A lot of we can say that shit, you know, about you know bringing a dollar back to the community. But once we get that dollar, what we do with it is the important part. Yeah, we so, got to continue to cycle it through. Yeah. And that's what the Chinese do. That's what Mexicans do. They got a whole block here in Kansas City. Southwest Trap uh, Boulevard is all Mexican restaurants. You, you know, Mexican guy, he gets hungry. What does he do? He goes to that Mexican restaurant to get food. If he needs something done on his house, he knows some guys who can help him do that shit. If he needs something done with his car, and that money just circulates throughout the community. And a lot of different communities do that. But what do, what do, what do we as black men do? We get our money, we go straight to the coach store. Mm-hmm. We get our money, we go straight to the get a Gucci bag. You know what I'm saying? We don't circulate. We need clothes. We need bags we need something in our house we need to make sure our community is set up to where we can circulate that money it will all be rich we can all gain from that and profit from that i'm definitely right there and and, and that's my idea i'm not i'm not saying that i'm a uh you know like a straight you know god is going to get out there you know but i this is these are just my ideas we're floating around until we can get into a position or have a platform to where we can express ourselves on a broader scale no, I'm, I'm right there with you, but yeah, that's that's. I'm that's, getting there. God ain't yeah, finished with me. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, it all yeah, comes yeah, back yeah, to I support, like you know, in the community, who you support, what you support mm-hmm. with your dollar, you know. That's one of the reasons I, I want to have you, young brothers, on is to make sure that y'all are giving the adequate support y'all need in order to progress to the next level. Thank you. In your craft, appreciate it. We, yeah. we are so grateful for the time that you're giving us and the uh, platform absolutely. that you're giving us today. You know, I love being able to sit down and talk to brothers I came up with and. 
you know, we all were not the people we were when we yeah, first yeah, no, right. We've all done yeah. some growing, we've all done some evolving. So just being able to track that progression of, as people that we've made over the years is, you know, it's really, really heartwarming to me just to be like, man, this is where we started. This is where we are now. And this is where we're going, you know. So, I can't wait in like two or three years where we at from, you know. We're going to be on top of the world. Hell yeah. We're going to be on top of the world. And you will hear from us. And you will see John and Michael, too. <laughs> like, don't, don't think Hell we don't yeah, carry people man. with us because we do. We don't you're loyal to us. You're loyal to us. And we, we gonna, you're going to see that shit. Try, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just triple fold. You see what I'm saying? Tenfold. Come back to you. And my tenfold, triple fold, whatever. Ten, you know, that's a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Tenfold, that. baby. It's going to come back to you because we remember the things that people do for us. And I'm just, like I said, I, me being that stay low, it was Saluna movement. I'm just big on loyalty. Like, that's that's the biggest thing that... that this nigga wanted to do work with the guy. But see, see, okay, but hold on. First <laughs> off, I'm not serious about that. But hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on let me, I gotta, since my boy hit that and touched on that note. So say, you know, like I said, I'm big on loyalty. So just because, say, I did a track with somebody like that, took that money to make my platform bigger to give back to my community. At the end of the day, I'm not trying to buzz him off, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to I'm just trying to make things the better for people around me. You know what I'm saying? So I can take some of that money and give it back to my community and, and, and put community centers in my community, show these kids that you can make this money doing the right thing. I mean, I'm just saying, I got enough microphones in my studio. I don't need that nigga coming in with his own wire. I'm not wired doing a song with Takashi Six Nine because I'm sure I'm sure that wouldn't be, I'm sure that wouldn't even be good for business. So I probably wouldn't do this shit. Definitely anymore. won't be. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely about the betterment of my people at yeah. the end of the day. And I wouldn't I would have never brought him in anyway to begin with. You would have never seen that man do it. there's plenty of young black artists out here, in my opinion, that could have got that same promo, could have had that same backing from Treyway. It could have had that same money. They did not need that guy. And that's just that's just it what it is. Y'all the one that was bumping the records. Y'all you know, not y'all particularly talking about, you know, my listeners, but people in general was the one that was backing him. Y'all was the one putting him on, dancing to his music, playing yeah. his shit, getting his numbers yeah. up. I never listened to a track of that man. <laughs> I swear it's to God, cool. I never right. did. Hey, playing. I never, no, 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 no. I'm just talking about just Tashi like, affiliate. Because my yeah. thing is, I, I was thinking about this when I first seen the dude around. I'm like, are, are we serious right now? Was I was thinking man. in my head at the time, like, are we serious? This nigga wanted to make a track about <laughs> this nigga. I was like, man, don't even waste your breath with shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to talk some shit. But yeah, you know, I was like, I put my shit down on the episode specifically yeah. called Don't Be Zakashi. Yeah. A couple months later, that nigga gets arrested. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm mad talking, but I don't even want to get yeah, this nigga Yeah, let's done this dude. True, true, true. You don't want to keep, you know, throwing yeah. his name out. This is already we don't need fuck that nigga. He got enough of that. He got enough of his, his, his running his goddamn mouth yeah. on it. social media. Chatty yeah. Cathy over there. But yeah, man, yeah. I, want, I really want to say thank you. Thank you, fellas, for coming through. Thank you, fellas, for taking the time out your busy schedules to share what y'all got in the pipeline for the future. Yeah, yeah. Give us your thoughts. You know, I really hope this isn't the last time y'all coming here. Y'all niggas know where I am now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah real know, shit. Whenever y'all got anything y'all dropping, let me know. I definitely want y'all and the art, other artists I have on this on this yeah. platform to you know network, coordinate. Because I feel like the music scene in Kansas City has a lot of work. There's a lot to be. To that's be. what I think, man. None of our shit sounds like Kansas City that's, music. I'm glad you brought that up. What does separate us from the regular Kansas City music? I would be honest with you. I really don't. I like all of the can't. Exactly. Stop listening to Kansas know. City music exactly. because, like, it sounds the same. And that's what know? we're here for because we because we got to differentiate all this shit. Because, like, you cats, Smitty Kid, that's like nothing I've ever heard before in terms of Kansas City hip hop. Yeah. You, you folks all everybody I'm having on this this show for music is like nothing I've ever heard before. 
And we want to keep it that way because we want to be authentic. We're true to ourselves. Yeah. And who is Midwest Saloon? We're the life of the party, addicted to kicking it, man. And then we just embody that. I mean, I think, I mean, people really try to fit into a mold of what society wants them to be or how they feel Absolutely. like they should be. Absolutely. Man, we don't care about none of that shit. We're going to have fun, enjoy it, talk about what we want, just be as true to ourselves as possible. And I think that reflects in the music, you know, and we range from different songs, from Rip Your Set to Breathe, to Alone, to Protect Your Seat, you know. To Joker. To Joker, which one of those tracks I love, you know what I'm saying? Shot Poppers. Shot Poppers, you know, Inebriated, you know. So, and more shit coming. So, and that's what you're gonna have. You're gonna have mixed emotions. You're gonna have representation. You listen to me what's wrong, you ain't gonna know how to feel. But I know you're going to enjoy yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're going to feel something. And that's what's mostly important. And to me, yeah. like Midwest Saloon, we're not about the gangsterism, man. We're not about the trapping, man. Like, like it doesn't have to be about that, man. We're about partying, man. That, where's the party and getting shot at? Where's the party and shooting up the club? Party's over, man. Yeah, you know party's over. <laughs> like, 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 like what, what the fuck? We, we was out here trying to holler at some girls and we didn't kick it, have a good time and enjoy our night, feel the buzz and feel the breeze. And we can't do that because now it's over. And, and that's the, and like I said, Midwest Saloon, man, we just about the positivity. We about the energy. We about the vibrations. Everything in life is a vibrations. We want you to feel our vibes 100%. We want the moment. We want, we want, to, we want to make it a moment that can last forever for you. And it can't last forever. You shooting up the club or you in jail or you doing something that's not, to me, affirmative toward, you know, the end goal, which is to be a successful black man, live a successful life and enjoy life and love being young and just loving, just loving everything about it, showing gratitude, loving each other and having a great motherfucking time because life is a party and it's always too short and we want to make sure that we just live in life life is a party everything should be a party from you go home and take your kid to check your cheese or spend some time with your kid or you going home to cook or you going home to study everything should there should be a party in all of that you see what i'm saying and that's what midwest saloon wants to we want to bring that feeling of just anticipation and excitement out of everybody and anybody who comes to see us and even if you don't come to see us we want to give you that same feeling midwest saloon and aztec merlot that's right. Right. So once again, Midwest Saloon, check out these gentlemen. You can Google these niggas and they are out here. Yeah, we are dropping sure. music, YouTube, all over the place. Yeah, like I said, the EP coming out and goal is to drop a track a week. Check us out on uh, Facebook, Midwest Saloon. Please subscribe um, to YouTube. Yeah, please, please subscribe. subscribe. To we need subscribers. Start the movie, baby. Yeah, that goes for us we too. fresh out here. We got we got the Urban Alchemy podcast. Come on, subscribe. Yeah. We need the followers because you know we, we want to we want y'all to be part of the movement. I mean, what's and as far as followers, the, the followers, the man, we want the believers. We want the people who believe the Midwest lunatics, the Midwest right, Lunatics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 craze out together. You That's know right. what I'm saying? Remember, cray. Let's be crazy. Let's be Midwest Lunatics, and let's let's just be crazy, <laughs> crazy in love with life. Hey, and don't worry, all those links will be in the episode description. So once again, thank you, brothers, for jo- joining us today. Urban Alchemy Podcast, Urban Merlo Alchemy. in the house, Nasty in the house, Merlo, Midwest Saloon. So once again, check out these two young men out here releasing this good music. And thank you all once again for joining us here, Urban Alchemy Podcast. I am your host, JM Banks. Check out the next one. We are really excited about what we're doing here moving forward with the platform. So please continue to watch. Please continue to follow. Please continue to like, share, comment. Do all that good stuff that helps us get noticed there online. And we will continue to do the great things we are doing with this platform. So once again, J.M. Banks, Urban Alchemy Podcast. I will catch you all later. Peace. Much love.